better skills, better doctors. Join Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso from TCM Hub as we go beyond the nuts and bolts of clinical practice to navigate some of the more challenging aspects of being a self-employed physician. Welcome to Better Skills, Better Doctors. We are your hosts, Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso. Before we dive in, be sure to head over to tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community to join a network of your colleagues. There you can get help with your herbal medicine cases and get coached on topics covered in this podcast. Hub Community is only for those who are licensed practitioners of Chinese medicine and students who are enrolled in an accredited Chinese medicine program. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening again to Better Skills, Better Doctors. Welcome. So today's episode is called Scaling You. Now, people talk a lot about the importance of scaling your business. Um, And if you don't know, scaling a business means setting the stage so that you have the ability to grow your business that is sustainable and with as few bumps and bruises along the way. This means having planning, systems, processes, funding, et cetera, et cetera, in place before you step into the next level of growth. The reason why it's so important to have these things in place before your leap is because anything you have now is going to grow with you, whether it's good or it's bad. And it will, as you grow, the good or the bad will grow with it. And so whatever isn't working now will just grow with your business. If you think a bigger business is going to solve for your current problems, then you're going to be in for a very bumpy ride. Scaling also applies to you as a person. Now, this is arguably more important than any system, any tech, or any protocol that you implement into your practice. I see over and over in this field people who say that they're tired, they're overwhelmed, they're burnt out, they're overworked, and they're under-earning, and think that increasing their patient load and therefore their income will solve for all of this. Or that automating everything will solve for their problems. So they'll hire business coaches or go to weekend seminars to learn systems on how to scale their businesses and earn more money. Now, these are not bad steps to take, you know, in and of themselves, but most of you are missing the most important part of growing your business, and that is scaling you first and foremost. Now, before I explain what scaling you means, I want to share my own experience as an example. When I was building my practice, I was hyper-focused on automation. Now, I believed that if I could get my practice as automated and streamlined as possible, then everything would be smooth sailing, and I would make the money that I needed to then enjoy um, my life the way that I wanted. And I got really great (laughs) at finding ways to be efficient without having to hire staff, And I also managed to keep my costs relatively low along the way. But with every new implementation, a new challenge or a new problem to be solved would arise. So then I would solve for that problem. And then that problem would solve and a new problem would pop up and so on and so forth. And it was incredibly frustrating because it felt like it was just like this never ending slog. 
and the life that I wanted was just, was always just out of reach. And what I didn't realize at that time was that that's how life works. It's a vacuum. When one problem gets solved, another one comes in to take its place every time. And because I was relying on having no problems and having everything figured out to be the thing that allowed me to finally feel a sense of satisfaction, I was on a never-ending hamster wheel. It was one arrival fallacy after another. What I was doing was what many people do, and that's the have-do-be principle. Um, Have-do-be is thinking, when I have blank, then I can do what I want, and then I'll be who I want to be or what I want to be. So when I have an automated clinic, then I can do what I want, and then I will be satisfied or happy. When I have the right relationship, the busy practice, enough money, et cetera, et cetera, then I can do what I want and I'll be what or who I want to be. Okay. So this is what many people follow. And I would say, actually, this is what most people do. And it is known as the victim mentality method. With this model, you're relying on an external and subjective qualifiers to dictate who you are. And you're waiting for these externals to change before you can move forward in life. And because they are external factors, it means that they are not in your control. So relying on factors that are not within your control to dictate your happiness or your success or whatever it is that you're looking to be, then you're always going to be stuck in a victim model. Now, there's also the do have be principle, which is the more I do, the more I will have and the happier I will be. This is known as the worker mentality method. And the problem here is there will always be more to do and there will always be more to have. And when you are defined by what you do, you end up busy and tired from being so driven to do all the time. So back to the title of this episode, what do I mean by scaling you? It means setting the stage for growth within yourself. Doing this before taking the actions of growing your business is imperative to a successful outcome. If you have negative beliefs or feelings around money, then it's going to be really tough to create more income for yourself and your family. You need to scale your relationship with money. If you are building your business so that you can eventually escape your business, then you need to scale your relationship with your business and what it means to be a business owner. If you have loose boundaries around your schedule or with patients, if you are allowing yourself to be a victim of your clinic, of your family, of your relationships, if you are a people pleaser, if you are so overwhelmed by all the things that you find yourself moving through life reactively instead of intentionally, and if life is happening to you, instead of you making life happen for you, then hiring staff and doubling your patient numbers isn't going to solve for any of these things. You need to get a hold of your mind and scale your relationship with yourself. To scale your relationship with yourself requires understanding the systems in your mind that you currently have in place 
that you default to when it comes to making decisions and the actions or you know the inactions that you take. Instead of following the have-do-be or the do-have-be principles, scaling your relationship yourself with yourself requires you to flip those around to a be-do-have principle. This is known as the winner mentality method. This is a principle, it's used by Stephen Covey and Tony Robbins and many, many others. And it's the rarest of the three principles, but it's the only one that actually works. Be, do, have is who do I have to be in order to do what's needed to have what I want? So instead of asking, what do I have to do to get what I want? Or asking, what do I need to have before I can start? The question is, who do I have to be to get what I want? Or as Zig Ziglar put it, you have to, you've got to be before you do and do before you can have. Being is an identity level shift, which is why I believe most people don't take this route. Because shifting your identity requires letting go of many very strongly ingrained beliefs and conditionings and very strong stories and attachments to those. It's always easier to change what you do than it is to change who you are. But the results of each of those are drastically different. This type of approach is well-suited for people who are in leadership positions, um, who want to work on bettering their self-esteem, who want to have a more positive approach towards life, or who want to change your life to a more enriching one. So for example, if you want to have a successful business, first, you have to see, feel, think that you are a successful business owner. You have to drop into that place and you have to see yourself, you have to feel it, and you have to think that you are a successful business owner. In order to do this, you have to identify the qualities of of a successful business owner. So for example, successful business owners have confidence, decisiveness, an ability to motivate themselves, a willingness to learn, a willingness to fail, just to name a few. And then from those qualities, You do the things that a successful business owner does. And these can include managing time well, delegating when appropriate, be good with bringing in money, managing money, and spending money. The have now all falls into place. A successful business provides the owner the life that they want. This can include money to spend on the things that they want, time to enjoy their success with others, and pride in creating a profitable business. Once you understand the person you need to be in order to do the necessary actions, then the having takes care of itself. So an action step to take after you listen to this podcast is to just try this exercise out. Draw three columns on a piece of paper with the headings from left to right, be, do, and have at the top. In that order, starting with the have column, so all the way to the right, write three things that you really want in life and in business. Then in the do column, 
Write down all the things you need to do in order to achieve those haves. And then in the B column, identify and write down who you have to be in order to do so that you can have. I would love to hear what you came up with. So if you would like to share it, please email your results to support at tcm-hub.com. I would also love to hear more about your ideas around your experience with scaling you. If you're a member of Hub Community, start a conversation in the Ask a Coach forum and let's talk. If you're not a member, come check it out at tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community at the top of the page. If you found this episode valuable, please share with a friend and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks for listening and considering new perspectives. Talk to you next time. Rebecca Ong is a certified professional life coach for Chinese medicine physicians. She is not a certified financial planner, financial advisor, or accountant. Life coaching is not a substitute for therapy, medicine, or medical treatment. Anything discussed in this podcast is for general education and entertainment purposes only.